You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I feel like now maybe we need to get some slippers for people that come in here. That might be like guests. That could either be really cool or we'd be super creepy. No, put on your slippers. Nope. Everybody has to wear slippers. You're at home here. here. Oh, wear yeah. your slippers. No. Yeah, that might be too far. We're not going to give them pajama bottoms, too, like when they show up. Out of context, Greg, you never sounded more creepy. Okay, yeah. I'm realizing yeah. now this may not be the best idea. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll work on it. Maybe for, maybe for the future. I still say slippers. Let's not count it out. Okay. We cannot discount slippers. Exactly. Okay. We can't do that. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us we have a wonderful show lined up for you today because uh our buddy todd glass came by the studio todd has been um on our show you know uh, several times over the years and yeah i don't even know how many times i don't know either yeah it's always different though that's what's uh interesting about having him on because it's never the same interview it it isn't because sometimes when you have people on like they kind of do the whole like same thing that they do which is fine i mean they have like their interview persona and then sometimes people come on they always have new stuff to talk about and And this is todd yes yeah every time we have no idea what we're going to be talking about when we bring him on and he is just Awesome. And so he is going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. This is Friday. What's the day today? September 29th. September 29th and mm-hmm. September 30th. And he's on tour all over the place anyway. So even if you're not listening in Portland, I'm sure you can find a place to go to go see him. Uh, but get your tickets to see him uh, if you were here. And you need to clarify the slipper thing before we keep going forward because uh, now people are thinking that uh, you're going to try and give everyone used slippers. Oh, no, I didn't about think about that. Ones. No. Oh, yeah. Then we'd have to buy new slippers for everybody every yeah. time. Okay. No, maybe this wouldn't work. That's just work. odd all around, I'm too cheap Greg. for that. I know. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to have like a whole stock of slippers. That sounds... I'm already exhausted thinking about this I now. Know. Now, no, now I'm overwhelmed thinking about how many slippers we would have to have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. this is just... It's just too many work. slippers. Too many slippers. Too many slippers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and just play our interview. So we're going to uh, play this interview with Todd, and then we'll come back, and we'll do a couple more things here before we wrap up the show. But it's just so good. There's just no reason. There's no need to delay it. Yeah. No need to keep it away from We don't everybody. need to like add on to something that's already amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So let's. So just we will do it. just sandwich it with our voices. Yes. Oh, that sounds weird. See, when you say that, not too. as weird as your slipper. Thing. Well, all right. We're yeah. both creepy. All right. Here we go. This is Todd Glass here on Fun Employment Radio. Take them. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't mind the cold. It's refreshing. It's so nice. I'm so tired of sweating. I know. Ugh. Sweat all summer. Reminds me of an old Kevin Meany bit. I don't want this. I don't like the cold. Why don't you move where it's warm? I don't like the warm. I want to live in the mall with the temperatures that are always the same and people are nice. Good morning, Shopper Meany. Good morning, Shopper Smith. <laughs> that is pretty much everybody in Portland, though. If it's too hot, it's, oh, it's unbearable. It's everywhere. And then all of a sudden, oh, the rain's back. It's depressing. Yeah. Oh, now it's snowing. It's too cold. So it isn't just it's Portland. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. You forget that it's like you just get, but... It's too hot. It's too cold. Leave me alone. Yeah, you just got to see like the whole transition of the seasons because yesterday it was like 88. Yeah. And then today it's 65. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens overnight. We're talking we, about weather. We are everybody. just starting in with this with weather. Uh, Todd Glass, everybody here to talk about weather today. Yes. Thank you. Joining us. I mean, he does make everything with his dulcet tones sound a little more interesting than it is. Yeah, if you read a weather report, I would be interested. Yeah. Well, we got a little bit of the uh, coming in from the uh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> it's a little- I actually read when I, before I was getting ready to leave Philadelphia. I uh, some woman I dealt with. Uh, I don't know why they thought because of this that they would bring me in, but it was the local weather and the woman. One of the anchor people was at the comedy club and saw the way I dealt with a heckler, and she thought I would be able to be on the cu- you know work on the on the what's the word uh, on the cuff or yeah, on the f- oh off, yeah on the fly and off the cuff yeah off the cuff, and they brought me in because they needed a new weather person. <laughs> And I am geographically, I mean, not just bad, but horrendous. <laughs> so I went in with my friend Katie early, and we put little, like, wrote down, like, where, oh, I don't really remember. I have a video of it. Oh. And it? it was so, I mean, it was bad. <laughs> we did, I didn't do it for real. I went in the afternoon, and they rolled cameras, and I did a test run. And then they were going to look at six or seven people testing to do the weather. Yeah. But I remember going, out in... 
California, it's, well, no one's going out there anyway, so what's it matter? <laughs> I tried to, like, make it work that I didn't, oh, it was so nerve-wracking. I was I, a, a traffic reporter when I first moved here, and I didn't know anything about any of the roadways, and I just made that shit up as yeah. I was going, because I didn't know the nicknames. Like, I-84 is the band field, so I was trying to, like, all I, all I would do is just make stuff up, and it was, like, five in the morning, so nobody was watching yeah. anyway. I always figured if you said throw to this, like, right now, if someone goes, Todd, we don't have our traffic person, just keep it as generic as you can, we're going to go to you in 30 seconds just give us some weather and then go thank you very much lisa well surprisingly it's not uh, bad out there right now we did have a little backup about a half an hour ago on the 48 i don't know <laughs> you're doing it yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. and just a lot of euphemisms for like you know slowing like slow to stop and go we've seen oh, yeah, some that was... uh, bumper to bumper seen some brake lights yeah seeing Gotta some have... brake lights that's seeing good some yeah. brake lights saw some brake lights out there seems to be going all right right now a little bit of bumper to bumper but that's okay we're all going to get there safe that's the most important thing back to you Lisa my favorite phrase was slow to stop and go slow to stop it and sounded go. really yeah. which means nothing it means no. nothing yeah. what if you said throw to me and act like that happened you go Todd we don't have a traffic person we're on like a mate and go Todd uh, how's the traffic looking out there and I go I'll, I'll do a good job just throw to me I think I can handle it throw to me <laughs> okay uh, alright uh, so Todd we wait, am I the news person or am I yeah, the throwing, panicked uh, like producer no you're throwing to me to do the okay. traffic no. you've asked me <laughs> there it is a water skiing squirrel and here we have Todd Glass with the traffic ah! <laughs> <laughs> Stay home! If you don't have to go to work, stay home! It's days like this that I love that we leave the windows open. I don't care. Some, you know, because it is true. Do you ever drive... Like, sometimes when I used to be, like, going home late from the improv when I first moved to L.A., and I would go home at, like, you know, sometimes 3, three in the morning, and people would be on the way, where are you going? Like, where am I going, I could ask myself. But no, I know where I'm going. Go home. Go home. What are you riding around in the street for? I got places I got to be. You're like, I figured everyone else, what are you doing? Yeah, it's all their problem. Yeah, They don't have home. anything to do, and they're just there to annoy you. You know, it's, speaking of what you just said about that scream, put in the context, it makes total sense. And I moved my podcast studio. Was it a, in a, it was, it doesn't matter where it was. It was at a studio. Uh-huh. But uh, the studio, they were, I, I couldn't have it there anymore. So I moved it in, in my backyard. There's um, some garages that used to be carriage houses, mm-hmm. but then uh, probably whatever year it was, they switched them over to garages. But they have the look of a cr- carriage house, and oh, I wow. turned two of them into my podcast studio. What? And but the thing is, it's not the music that is. I worry. Some people go, "Oh, you mean the music?" Because we'll play music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not even that. People know what music is. There was a perfect example. Of, <laughs> so what my neighbors must think. It's not the, even the volume. It's like that couldn't sound like people are silly and having a good time. If you just heard that out the window. Yeah. Ah! Like there's no one. Someone goes, "Oh, it's people probably just doing a bit." They don't even know what bits are. I so I went. You know the biggest fans that you can get at like Home Depot. Oh, like the or Lowe's? super industrial one. Super industrial, yeah. like literally, like you know, like the size of I, I don't even know how to big like a truck tire. Mm. It's literally the size of the biggest truck tire, and that you can like a huge eighteen wheeler truck tire. Yeah, yeah. And I put it outside the door, and I wheel it out there. It's got wheels on it, and it created like white. The I call it the gigantic white noise machine. Like you know the little sound machine. Oh, uh-huh. I sleep with a white noise app every right. night. Right. Yeah. So and it works. It it sanded it down. Like so, we would go inside. We turn the fan on outside, and we would just yell as loud as we could, and it did work. So now my Whoa. neighbors, because I had to go to all, my, I went to three neighbors and said, "Listen, I'm doing a podcast out of there, and I just want you to know if you hear something." Don't try to be nice. Like, don't think, well, we don't. I go, tell me. I want to know. Yeah. So the yeah. next day after the first podcast, I asked them. They're like, yeah, we heard it, but it wasn't. It was in the distance. It was fine. <laughs> Just screaming in the distance. Yeah. Is yeah now that you know the fan thing, that sounds like a serial killer move, too. Like, the fan will mask the screams. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, that's a <laughs> sounds like a movie on HBO. Know, right? <laughs> this Thursday, the fan will mask the screen. Do you have a picture? I'm looking at that. I'm looking at your pictures. Are you, do you call it the barn? Is that it? I called the barn. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's it. beautiful. Yeah, there's some new pictures up there too. Yeah, it's it, that is a wide angle, so it looks bigger than it is. Yeah, I was gonna it's say like that a two car garage basically, and it's like it's full. there. We go. There's do you have a, soundproofing behind the curtains? Uh, or just, are the curtains the soundproofing? Yeah, and insulation. Anyway, that's awesome. There you go. So how have you been? 
Doing good. You're wow. Doing good. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm yeah. coveting your studio. Yeah. Right now I, I want to see this afterward. Yeah. <laughs> no, the show's been good. We are still in our same spot. Maybe we'll get our own barn someday. That's true. <laughs> you never know. Something to somebody to look forward to. Yeah. So have you but, just been? Uh, what have you been up to? So we I think we talked to you last year. Have you? It seems like you've been just ping pong balling all across everywhere. I I've been just you know stand up is my favorite. I mm-hmm. always love doing the stand up mm-hmm. and uh, I did a Netflix special which I'm excited about. Oh, tell us about it. That'll air in uh, December at the latest of this year. Congratulations! And, uh, the yeah, last that's one awesome. I did was five years ago. So Netflix has really grown so <laughs> much. Yeah, yeah, in five years with Netflix. I mean, it's five huge years. now. Now it's winning awesome. When it when it went to Netflix before, here's how much it's grown. It went to comedy. I wanted it to go to Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. In, other, in other words, we, and the way it works with mine is uh, we shot it, not we, but a production company shot it and paid for it, and then they go and sell it. They feel they'll be, and they did. The last one, New Wave, uh, they saw they ended up selling. Before that, they sold it to Comedy Central. This one they saw. I won in the sell to Comedy Central, the last one, and it didn't. You know, no big deal. It's yeah. just they weren't really buying a ton of specials at the time, and they passed on mine. And then they said, well, Netflix is going to buy it. And I was like, well, that's better than nobody. <laughs> that was five years ago. That was yeah. better than nobody. And I was aware of Netflix. They were definitely, you know, made their mark. Uh, but then literally like four or five months after they started airing it, I went, Oh, I think I'm getting more play out of this than I would on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. And the uh, so this one I really wanted to go to Netflix. I'm like, please Netflix buy it. And uh and they did. So How much changes in 5 years now? You're like, please. Yes. Like, Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good for them for uh, for creating what they created. Um so uh but it's it's this is the this is the most control I've ever had over a special. The one I did now was the one I wanted to do for a while. It's in a room. They set dress. They just use the room as a as a as a shell, mm-hmm. and it looks like a, a really cool like jazz club from like the fifties. And it's I have a six piece band. Oh wow! And, where where uh, was it actually filmed? In Los Angeles. Awesome. And a lot of the podcast listeners came, so I was like able to tell them, "Hey, wear bow ties, dress up," you know. <laughs> and uh, the band played as they were coming in, and we did an opening scene, which is very short of me on a tour bus coming through Los Angeles, turning down the streets. It ends up as we're getting off the tour bus, me and the band, The uh, you see that uh, Jeff Garland is the tour bus driver. <laughs> and we don't really make a big deal about it. We're just yeah. like, people are like, wait, was that Jeff Garland wearing a, a bus driver hat? And... Um, and it was just a, it was it was a lot of fun. It's not much more you can explain, but the the the, the look of it, everything, the audience. It was the first time I had control over everything. Like something that always bothers me with specials, and it's getting better, mm-hmm. but it's not getting great. Um, that they show audience shots, which I understand why they show audience shots. I mean, I get they use them to edit, but they also use them to get a pulse of what's going on in the audience. They're always so bright. They light the audience up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a scale from one to ten, in the eighties it was a ten. They were as bright as the stage, <laughs> and then it went down to an eight and then when it was a a six like 10 being the brightest Mm -hmm. they started to in all fairness a lot of specials started to go to six they they don't got to be that bright cameras are better now mine it was like at a two nice and it was blue they gelled the whole audience blue so they were in a sea of blue and when they cut to people in the audience it was like, yo, that's where they are watching the show in the dark Mm -hmm. yeah that's the and they weren't all people just applauding you know, ridiculously applauding. Sometimes it was just somebody like, there's a shot of a woman with her like hand in her palm watching the show like this, just taking it in. And I love it. That's awesome. And I love that they use that shot. No, she didn't, she wasn't applauding. She wasn't even really laughing, but she was just soaking it in. It's only a five second or four second shot of her. Mm -hmm. But those are the type of shots throughout the night. So they really... Portray, portray, portray? Yeah, portray. The portray. audience of what they're like. Some of the shots were them laughing. Some of them were just taking it in. But no matter what shot it was, it was like, oh, yeah, that that's why they, that's where they were in real life. And they're, they're present. And that's an they're actual there. audience. Yeah. 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 Actual reaction. In the dark, watching a show like they would. Not bright as could be. So um, I, I really, uh, this was a fun special Ooh, to do. What's, what's the name of your special? It's called Act Happy. Uh, but um, I saw that a comedian, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name, had a special called Happy Face. Uh, I liked it, actually. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank to his name. I'm That's embarrassing. It. I'm doing it. Um, Ryan Hamilton. Ryan Hamilton. Yeah. His is, but they probably aren't going to care. But, you know, the what I wanted to call it uh, was, there's a, I wanted to call it Suck My Pigeon Dick, <laughs> which I know it's a, it's a stretch from Act Happy, because I have a joke about pigeons. You know how sometimes they're crossing the street? 
when you're like in the yeah. city, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and then when their light turns green, they start hustling out of the way. They like they pick up the yeah. pace a little. But I go one day, I realize, <laughs> wait a second, you can fly, you dumb fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, and I think it's passive aggressive. They're like, oh, they hustle. Hustle means I'm trying. Like I am aware that I have to yeah. get out of the way of the car. I'm hustling. So I always thought the pigeons were like, that's right, I can fly. Suck my pigeon dick. <laughs> and in the special, I turn to the camera and I go, you know what? That's what I want to call the special. So I could call whatever I want, but you know, I do have a manager and the and the producers from the special. I said, what about suck my pigeon dick? I mean, I literally say it in the special. They go, well, people might get turned off by that. And I thought, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't, I don't want to be so, you know, I, I can get, you know, but then I want, well, do I want the audience that's going to go, well, I don't want to, I don't need to see a special where he says, suck my pigeon dick. <laughs> I want the audience that goes, well, that's silly. That's so stupid. But I don't think like it's going to be They're going to be watching called. your entire set. And then as soon as that comes on, oh, yeah. I got to write now. Oh, that's right the line. Now, that's the line. Dear Mr. Dick. Netflix. This so it's is suck my disgusting. pigeon dick, act happy. <laughs> What were some of the others? Well, there's another one I wanted to call it Fuck Rory Scovel because <laughs> in the middle of the whole, Rory says something in his Netflix special about me at the end. He goes, well, at least I'm not Todd Glass, and they throw him in a dumpster. <laughs> so I found out they did that because he had one of the same people that uh, produced his special, produced mine. So Sc- Scott Moran, uh, he told me that, uh, that they did that, and he showed me the clip. So in the middle of mine, <laughs> I went out early, and I told the whole audience what I wanted to do. I said, look, before the special started, I sort of did my own warm-up. And I said, hey, in the middle of the special, I'm going to mention Rory Scovel. I'm going to mention him in a very positive way. I want you guys to all go, fuck Rory Scovel. Fuck Rory Scovel. Fuck Rory Scovel. And then the band guy comes in with the drums. Bump, bump, bump. The trumpet. Bump, bump, bump. Everybody. Drums, keyboards, guitar. The band starts singing it. And the editor, even though if he shortened it, I could have let it breathe longer. But without me even telling him, he let it breathe. It's a minute long. Oh, my God. And, and the crowd just goes, on. But the whole time I play that, I go, come on, guys. No, Rory Scovel is a friend of mine. No, what is, what do you mean? What what did he do to you? I don't understand. And then, fuck Rory Scovel. Fuck Rory Scovel. So I think fuck Rory Scovel is funny because you don't even have to know, like, if you don't know who Rory is or anything, it sounds like, what is fuck Rory Scovel? Rory Scovel. What did this guy do? Yeah, what did he do? Or is that a name of a, it sounds like it could be like a corporation. Yeah. Oh, Rory Scovel, they were the end. Of you know whatever, <laughs> but um, so there's a few names uh, that we got. So or it might end up just being called Act Happy. Oh, does, I like it. Does Rory know know about it? He does. I he showed it to him. He said he's already pitching ideas for his next one. <laughs> what he wants to do to get back at me. We're like he said. We're like modern day rappers. You know, with our feuds. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> oh wow! So there's that. So there's that. Yeah, and you that's also, fantastic. And you still have your, and you wrote a book a couple years back, right? I did. I did. That's still for sale called, what's uh, called, uh, that was another, what is it with me and titles? Um, I don't know. And this is one you wrote. Oh, wait, the Todd Glass situation. The Todd Glass situation. Yeah. A bunch of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Yeah. I wanted to call that book, because that basically is a book that after I, uh, you know, came out on the Mark Marin show about five years ago, mm-hmm. so the, you know, the, the situation, uh, a bunch of lies, the Todd Glass situation is where that name came from is what I would call my life because I didn't want to say like the word I didn't want to say like gay I just Mm. had a lot you know a lot of those words you know were difficult for me even as an adult so like if I was telling a close friend even even a close friend if nobody was around I would be like of course because that's the only person I would talk to it about I would go well you know um my parents are coming into town and they don't really know about my situation. Oh. <laughs> uh, or, you know, whatever it would, yeah. or my significant yeah. other, I would go, well, his friends are coming in and they don't really know about his situation. <laughs> so my friend Daniel Kino goes, he goes, oh, is that what you call it? A situation. You really got yourself into a situation, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and uh, what's your situation? So, so, but I wanted to call the special and it tell, talks about this in the book. It would have made sense. And I, and I think we should have called this. I think it, I do. I don't know why I gave in because Simon and Schuster were so nice and they really were nice. I thought, well, they, they might know some things I don't know about promotion. But the, the title I wanted to call it was All I Ever Wanted to Meet Was a Girl with a Terminal Illness. And uh, other stupid things I said to keep the closet door shut, which I thought made it make sense. Yeah. I didn't even That's want the word closet yeah. Yeah. in my title. I didn't want the word closet. All those words, I didn't want them in there. Closet or come out of the closet or any of that. But I said, if you let me, it was really called all I ever wanted to do was meet a girl with cancer. 
and other stupid things I said to keep the closet door shut. They didn't say okay to that. I said, well, what about if we go with, and of course, it, of course we know it has nothing to do with making fun of the, could you say the plight of cancer or the, mm, or, right. or the, the yeah. heartache of, of the, from the day you find you have it, what it does to you, what it does to your family? No, uh, it, it has to do with the absurdity of trying to lie yeah. and the lies you will make. And that came from a real thing from me and this uh, a friend of mine that I knew and none of us wanted anyone to know. So we would we didn't think it through. So we were like. What if we met a girl and she had cancer? And then if she died, we'd be like, oh, Todd never got over Lisa. That's uh, a shame. You know, I'm like wow. 50, 60. Yeah. He never, he never, uh-huh. behind my back, he never got over Lisa. No, that's it. Yeah, that's so why then he's I thought, still single. He's yeah. still single. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's 70. He's yeah. still single. Never got over Lisa. <laughs> so that was it. All I ever wa- So we thought all I ever wanted to do was meet a girl, a nice girl. All I ever wanted to do was meet a nice girl with a terminal illness. And, other, <laughs> and then the subtitle and other stupid things I said. But they were like not okay with that, so we went with the Todd Glass situation. And well, there I think we both go. of them are solid. Yeah, Thank they're both you. good. I, I like the other Especially person. after hearing the explanation of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot more sense. I love it. He goes, oh, is that what you're, you're in a situation? <laughs> that's, that's what situation? it is. It's not just your life. It's a situation. Yeah. I've got a real situation on my hands. What is it? I like dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been the title. That's yeah. great. I like dudes. <laughs> Talk about situation. I like dudes. You know, that, that was a way that um I, I was a very uncomfortable. I, I'm at a different place now than I was with it before. Before and but that was another way I would tell people like when I had friends and I thought they knew at one point I would just tell friends because I thought they have to know yeah they have yeah. to know so I would go and it was very hard for me and it is it's very hard to say it mm-hmm. even when you know they know so I would go I remember a friend of mine I go there's something I go you notice like I don't have a girlfriend I wanted them to say it the yeah. only person that ever said it well, hold on. Let me finish my thought. Uh, never mind me. The only person that ever helped me and finished my sentence for me. Everyone else, they were afraid because they thought if they said it and it wasn't true, that then that would insult me. Mm-hmm. That's right. what they told me later. So they would go, Todd, you're going to have to say it. And I would go, I like dudes <laughs> instead of girls. And they, then they got it. They didn't go, what yeah. do you mean like dudes, like friends? <laughs> they knew. They knew at that point. And they had a feeling. But um, some didn't. But I would go, I like dudes. Because that was like, hey, that's a that's a cool way to say it, you know? Yeah. Um, that looks, hey, who could have a problem with that? I like yeah. dudes. Well, you don't like dudes? What's wrong with dudes? <laughs> What's wrong with I like dudes. That's I'm a cool problem. guy. Yeah. I like that fun. <laughs> um, but the only person that ever helped me say it was I was we it was I had, it was open I was touring with Louis that year and did every one of his shows so we were on the road a lot together and Louis has some very very clean some some thoughts about that topic that are so clean that you, you that you that only like it's amazing that he can they can be that understand it mm-hmm. that much and he he so anyway he started talking about something in a show of his, and I started to like, well, I don't want to tell you what I started to do. So I go, I go, what am I doing? Like, I'm, we're on this plane. It's just me and him on the plane traveling through the night. And I said, I know where I go, Louis, there's Louis, there's something I want to tell you. And now I have to. And don't let me not. <laughs> Hello, Louis. <laughs> yeah, like, because I, I knew if I said that to him, I go, Louis, there's something I want to tell you. And then don't let me not tell you. And I go, wow, now I have to say it. Mm-hmm. Don't let me the not say it. The pressure's on, yeah. I go, Louis, can you just say it? It's personal. It's about me. It's something. You know what it is. Just say it. He goes, you're gay. I go, oh my God, thank you. He goes, how did you know? Did you just know all along? Because I'm okay. There was many variations. Some people, some people oddly had no idea. Mm-hmm. Other people absolutely knew. The more you were around me, the more you figured it out. A drop dead gorgeous guy like me without a girl in his life, sure, people figured it out. <laughs> you are um, quite handsome. There's a situation over there. <laughs> <There's> a situation. <laughs> Call back. But I go, how did you know? He goes, well... When I started talking about that episode on my show where we were talking about this, he goes, you started sweating profusely. (laughs) (laughs) And I was. I was like, oh, my God. So um, (laughs) anyway, and then onward we move. Oh, that's beautiful. That's fantastic. Now your situation is definitely you. You're doing great. You're having fun. All I want, I've said this on your show before, all Mm -hmm. I really want is a tour bus and to tour around the country. That's oh, and all you, I want to do. Every time you come yeah. here, you were that much closer. I mean, next time I, yeah. we're, we're going to have to like secure half the parking lot so that your tour bus can park well, out here. I would love oh, that'd it. be awesome. No, uh, we'll go do the interview on the tour bus. <gasps> yeah, that's what I. I hey, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I love the tour bus. It is the best. 
Brian Regan's tour bus is the best. Sometimes after the show, he'll invite people under the tour bus if he's not pulling off to another city. And it's just so much fun. Oh, it's so yeah. great. We, uh, matter of fact, when we did, I did one tour with Louie on a tour bus. He's never done it again because he can't sleep on a tour bus. Okay. So if you can't sleep on a bus, oh, then it doesn't yeah. work for you. But yeah. if you do, what do you care while you're sleeping? Some people go, yeah, but it's nine hours. I don't care if I'm sleeping. What happens? It's like if you're sleeping in your hotel bed and it starts yeah. and the whole hotel starts up and drives to the next venue. Yeah. But That's it's magic. Just, it's a, it is. It's a lot of fun. I think it'd be relaxing, fun. actually. It is. The, yeah, on the road with the hum and yeah, yeah I I agree. Great. I agree. I just did one with Daniel Tosh where we had two tour buses. So he had his wife and him and his two dogs in the one tour bus, and then we, me, uh, it's uh, Ian Edwards, Greg Hahn, and me. Uh, and uh, Eddie Gosling were on the other tour bus with the road manager. So do you have like your own little individual bunk bed thing? Yeah, they're, they're they're set up. It's amazing how many bunks they can fit, but they're set up. They can reconfigure them. Mm-hmm. So the tour bus life, if you're in a band and you got like eight people, nine people, 12 people on a tour bus, that's a hard life. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a little... Di- but when you have four people on the tour bus, you have the back room if you want it. You can go into your your bunk and the bunks turn into more like little cubicles on, train, on trains mm-hmm. where you can... Because they take all the divide out. They just make okay. it. Like, so there's areas for everyone to have their own space. There's a front living room. There's a back living room. You can find your bunk. And there's only oh. four of us. So And we had hotels. So, oh, so we really did it like, you know, really Daniel Tosh. We, we toured the best possible way you could do it. A lot of times we would like pull into a venue. Let's say we pulled into the venue. We had our choice what we could do. Is this boring? No, no this I don't, is fascinating. fascinating. <laughs> we haven't been uh, yeah. on tour before. We, we would pull into a venue. We would finish at one venue, wherever we were. We'd usually wrap it up around 10 o'clock. Mm. And we'd get on the bus. You, there was always, like, dinner waiting. You know, they would have whatever we ordered. That's and we awesome. would get along. We, we were on the tour bus for uh, uh, 40 days straight, shows every single night. We had not one argument, not one fight. It was just... That's amazing. It was That's, amazing. Yeah. We all met for lunch to the end. Every day, wherever we were at, we would meet for lunch. And that's a good sign. When people stop stop meeting for lunch, you're like, I think we're yeah. all getting on yeah. everybody's nerves. It, so we would get on the bus, we'd eat dinner. And then depending what the, where the next venue was, we'd usually pull in like, let's say you're pulling at four in the morning. You could have the choice to finish out your sleep on the tour bus. You just tell the tour manager what you want. Mm-hmm. You finish out the sleep on the tour bus, then wake up at nine and go up to your hotel room. The, your luggage would already be in there, the, the carry-on bag you had. Wow. wow yeah. Or you could uh, wake up at four in the morning. And I said, let me finish out my sleep. Mm. I want to finish out my sleep. I'll wake up and get into the hotel. But I never did. I would hear the brakes. Mm-hmm. And I would just want to be up. Because yeah. yeah. there's something fun about the tour bus pulling into the hotel. It's like a... It's like a it is like a, a jet engine coming through the city. Like these yeah. two mammoth pieces of... Everyone of, turns to look. They do because uh-huh. it's very overwhelming. It's some... The like, way they can that? drive them and they start turning down the city mm-hmm. block and then the next one's pulling in then you pull in and so I would always get up and, you know, go into the room early in the morning and then, uh, so yeah, it was it was great and uh, we would just do bits and we had fun and, and then we... Daniel, the first night we got to Port... Where were we at? In Port, we came through Portland. You did. We came through Portland. I think. I'm almost positive. Oh no, we bought the bikes. Doesn't matter. You know yeah. when you tell a story like that. <laughs> we bought like four or five bikes, so we had bikes underneath the bus. So whatever oh, city we were so in, you could we ride could ride bicycles around. Yeah. So you guys were all riding around on bikes together? We didn't always do it together. (laughs) Daniel would get up, like, him and his wife would get up at, like, 7 in the morning and take long hikes with their dogs and stuff. We, I didn't get up, I don't get up uh, at 7 in the morning unless I'm going to bed. (laughs) Um, uh, But we would all meet for lunch every day, Uh, and uh, it was just so much fun. That is wonderful. You want to hear a stupid little interesting thing? Um, One day, Greg Hahn came back, he goes, I just learned something, and it's so stupid. I went up, because I was up last night really late, and I went up and I sat with the bus driver, because he's in his own little there's a door that slides open like a sliding door and he has his front area so oh, okay. he can keep it heated the way he wants it keep the air conditioning the way he wants it the music that he might want he goes I was bored I went up I go hey is it okay if I sit up here because there's another seat the bus driver was a real super nice guy he goes oh yeah I don't mind I always appreciate the company you know and he goes but there is one rule he goes um, no yawning we're talking about you oh. being tired. Oh. And then Greg goes, oh, my God, I can't even say, of course I wouldn't do it. He goes, yeah, I would do that. Not <laughs> thinking. I go, 
Oh my God, I think I did that. I went up one night, I was like on the on another tour, I went, yeah, I can't sleep, I'm so tired. Oh God. <laughs> he goes, this guy's gotta drive six more hours. So, so that's the rule. That, he goes, yeah, just come on up, but you can't. And he goes, wow, that's. A, he goes, thank you. I will. He goes, so Greg goes, then I got paranoid. I go, so how long have you been driving a bus? The bus driver started telling me, and you know when you're hiding a yawn? Yes. Uh-huh. So now my lips were like, oh. goes, all right, well, I better get out of here. Oh, because God. you just have to like, overcompensate. I'm so awake right now. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't think I can sleep for days. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like when they would go. Like, it was all a joke because, you know, the driver would be like, if I ever saw the driver, like, we'd pull over to get gas and he was getting a cup of coffee. I was like, wait. Are you tired? I know. <laughs> Should I stay up? Are you sure you can do that? You sure? Larry, you want me to stay up there and help you out? Matter of fact, one day the, the bus drivers would all get rooms too, obviously, because they would yeah. sleep when you know when everyone else. They the minute they pull in at five, six, seven in the morning, they sleep all day. Yeah. And then they get up at night. And uh, one time I was walking to the elevator, and I knew one of the bus drivers was staying next to me in my because I saw him when I went into my room. He went into his. I knew he was there, and I I went by, and for some reason the do not disturb sign was on the floor you know sometimes it just falls on the ground outside the, the door yeah it fell on the floor and i noticed it you know just happened to notice it no big deal went down to the elevator pressed the button i went you know what i think i better go back and put his do not disturb sign on i don't want this guy getting woke you know <laughs> exactly. housekeeping knocking on his door i want this guy getting a full night's sleep so that was that tour and that was pure joy and one other quick thing the best part when we would pull out of some of these big universities because all the college all they were mostly on college campuses mm-hmm. um they we would get like, it was absurd. It's not the way it normally is. That uh, and I think it's fun for the, the 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 there are they are police officers, but they're police officers that might be their jurisdiction is on the college campus. Oh yeah, campus yeah. campus yeah. cops. Yeah. Campus yeah. cops. Sometimes yeah. they're campus security. These were you know these were actually cops that were that their jurisdiction was in that area. Gotcha. So we'd have two one behind the two buses and one ahead of the two buses, and they would take us out. Oh, of like the with venue, the lights on and everything. With the lights on. <laughs> so matter of fact, the first like time the I saw. Beat. It was, it was absurd. And, and I would show everybody, we'd all run up to the front of the tour bus where the bus driver was because we'd want to see. So one time it just happened. We're like, this is absurd. This is so much fun. We felt like little kids. And then, the, so the next time when I saw the police, like, as we were all getting on the buses, I would notice, i go, can we get the the, the lights? Cause some, and it did help because there was a lot of traffic when it, like, when a five, 6,000 seat venue lets out, yeah. there's people walking everywhere. So, like, not only that, where they would stop the lights because there was people can controlling the traffic lights mm-hmm. so they would have them all red and one guy in front one guy in the back and they would just take us all the way up onto the interstate they would pull onto the interstate we would you know and then they would go their own way and we would just shoot shoot uh, wherever wow, we like had a to go that's and awesome just go yeah, into the they would just go you'll wow. take it from here <laughs> A police escort. It was absurd. That's but we ridiculous. loved it. We got some video. The last two days, we're like, we have no video of the police escorts. <laughs> so uh, that was a that was a you know I've been doing this thirty five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the whole experience was a great experience. And not one argument, not one fight. We just it was pure joy. All doing bits at, all the time. I think it was the space we had that we had two different buses. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, creative yeah. and yeah. happy and not rested. in each other's no. It space. was not yeah. in each other's space. And every day at one o'clock or two, everybody would uh, meet up for lunch somewhere. That's wonderful. It I'm was. so glad That's you had that experience. And yeah. you will have it again. I know. I hope so. It was nice. It's someone else's tour, mm-hmm. so you know you they they like if it's your tour, you can plan it differently. Like yeah. you can go. You know what? Like when I did the tour with David Cross, he chose. If I remember this correctly, he chose to uh, stay at some of the venues longer at night, which I did like that because I like to go out at night. Mm -hmm. So we could finish our show, go to a bar, go eat dinner, go hang out, get some of the nightlife of that city. Yeah, get to experience. Right. And then maybe we'd leave at 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. No, Yeah, 1230, 1 Mm o'clock in the morning, pull into the next venue a little later. But who cares? You're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So You're not with, performing till the night anyway. Right, so, yeah. right. With Daniel, we would get on the bus and have tons of energy. We'd be up hanging out for four or five hours. With Cross, we would get on the bus and pretty much go right out. Yeah. You know, so I, I like I liked hanging out. I like both. I like yeah. both, but I liked hanging out in the uh, in the city at night. I like to go out at night. And that's cool that you had such a, like two you know comparable situations. That yeah. you're mm-hmm. like I like this, and I also like this. And you're yeah. right. The the consistency is the tour bus. Yeah. Which means it seems like you're happy. Place. So when you have your tour bus, which will you do? Stay at stay stay at night. Yeah. Although and again, mm-hmm. I, I I'm obsessed with talking about the tour buses. <laughs> I did really like. You're gonna make it happen. I'm sorry. You keep talking about it. It's gonna happen. I did. No, like, you just put out into yeah. the universe what you want. Right. I have a dream board. It's got a tour bus. And 
and a, right in the middle. And a and a picture of a never mind. Why not? <laughs> of a pigeon dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's it. I did like Daniel's. Uh, I did like Daniel Tosh's obsession with perfection. Like he had it. He down. seems very precise. He is. And I really, not in the way of not being silly and having fun, not that mm-hmm. type of stiffness, but man, things ran right. <laughs> like we would get out, we would go from the stage, literally, there was not one thing he had to grab. He would walk from the stage, down the corridor, you know, through the, through the back of the arena, boom, the tour bus is right there. They were turned around, ready to pull out as soon as we were done. Wow. We would all get on the tour buses. We were on the road, you know, within... You know, three minutes when that was good night, everybody. <laughs> Boom, we're on the tour buses. Everything we're at work, the food we wanted, everywhere we went, the, everything ran like just perfectly. I That's appreciate that crazy. kind of preparedness. Like, and, and having somebody else doing all that, but That's, just to make sure that it's done. That's what I said. Yeah. I go, maybe I wouldn't want my own tour. Maybe that amount of work takes a lot of uh, a lot of people putting it together. Yeah, right. But I met, I, I became, you know, I already was pretty friendly with uh, those comedians that I was on the bus with, but we became even closer. Oh, on that's the a bus. bond. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah he, 40... Oh, they bought slippers for everybody? Talk about perfection. <laughs> we all got on the bus the first day and there were slippers waiting for everybody. So at night we could not wear our shoes on the tour bus. Aww. So bringing all that dirt. So we all had comfortable slippers. We, 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 we ended up all buying like pajama bottoms so we could like... <laughs> It was, it was a lot pajama of pajama party friend time. Yeah. I like it. God, and I didn't smoke amazing. pot for 30 days. Wow. Because you, you like smoking the pot. I do. I do. And you know what? It was a fun experience. I would like to do something like that again, maybe with pot. Mm-hmm. But uh, Daniel doesn't smoke. And uh, I don't know if Ian does. I know the other guys don't. And buses have been getting pulled over. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it, you know, yeah, you could flush it. But Daniel asked me when he was asking me to go on the tour. He goes, you know, I got to ask this. Like, you know, how, how are you with the pot? I go, now, I wanted to go on the tour. And I didn't want to put... Any doubt in his head. Mm-hmm. Right. So instead of going, well, I mean, I could just flush it. Or what about if I bring a vape pen? Or, you know, I just said, oh, no, I'm fine. And I was. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. fine. Um, I didn't even, uh, I could have asked for it or tweeted it and got it at different venues and just oh, smoked it and bet. got on the bus without it. But I didn't smoke for 30 days and I didn't eat. I ate better because, you know, when you're not high, it's a little easier to have self-control. So I lost 20 pounds on the tour purposely. Dang. Damn, this sounds like the greatest tour ever. Well, I put it back on. (laughs) Once I got home, I realized it wasn't self-control just when you're on. The first night, we had dinner. We had dinner. Uh So like I said, and Uh then there were pistachios. That's we we had. That's that was the snack we could have. Pistachios are delicious. And we had some apples and oranges and bananas we they took from the venue. Oh, so like healthy snacks. That's all. So the first night. I was literally looking for the bus driver's food. I go, he has to have some fucking food on here. You know, like a cabinet with a lock yeah. on oh, it. Yeah. Like Doritos in there. Yes, like, and yeah. Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so I was like opening. And then after a while, I Where went, Todd, you got your pistachios. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you start to like them because it's yeah. all Get you have. Get tired and give up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Todd is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, 7.30 and 10, and tomorrow night, 7.30 and 10. Now, after the shows, do you pull like a Daniel Tosh and just run right for your bus or do you stay? And, like, I stay around because... Because I, I have Joe McKenzie and Brad, Brad on drums, Joe McKenzie, who does all the music for my podcast. They're in the band. And who's the uh, who's playing Ratchet? Uh, Dylan. What's Dylan's last name? Jones? No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, come on. How do we not know Dylan's last name? Find it out, Nick. Um, Gosh darn it, Nick. Anyway, Dylan is a, a comedian <laughs> locally that's been sitting in with the band playing Ratchet. And uh, so we like to hang out after the show. I, awesome. I like to hang out. And Helium has that bar yeah, you can I like go that, to. The side one and then like Reef? the main yeah. one. Dylan Reef? No. No. Okay. Well, no. Know. Didn't know Dylan Thompson? Uh, what if he's listening? Oh, no. <laughs> that's Sorry, Dylan. Todd totally remembers Nick, are us you just trying to find out? Hold on. Let's not end the show till we find yeah. out. Okay. Who is Dylan? What is his last name? <laughs> Nick, do you know yet? Nick, do you know yet? Put up. Uh, oh, I even looked at his. I have my phone in the car. I'll cut Where this out. And we'll just put like elevator music for like about 30 seconds. Can and you then do we'll that? come back in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Folks, we'll be back. <laughs> Oh, I remember who it was. It was Dylan Jones. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I heard he's hilarious. 
hilarious. He's great. He's very yeah. funny. All right. yeah. And he's putting aside his comedic abilities uh-huh. and he's sitting in with the band on Ratchet. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, well you that's don't all miss tonight. This. So mm-hmm. glad I remembered his name. I know. Yeah. That would have been super Yeah, let awkward. me say it again. Yes. Dylan Jones. There oh, we go. I don't wow. know how we didn't know that before. I don't know I mean, how. I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah, really. All right. Well, over. So come to Helium Comedy Club tonight. And follow Todd. And his dreams for his magical tour bus. Yes. yes. Maybe I'll have to start like a, a GoFundMe. You should. Absolutely. I guess that's not. People really need help. I shouldn't be. Oh, yeah. Maybe, well, maybe not right now. Yeah. yeah maybe not right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll be fine. I'll get my own tour bus. Way to beat. <laughs> um, but always fun. Yes. Um, thank you for coming in, Doug. Yes. You're always such you. a delight. And thank we you. are going to do this on your tour bus one day. We're going to have. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah, uh, we're gonna record on yes. this. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Looking forward to it. Awesome. I can't wait for the slippers. <laughs> yes, now I'm obsessed with that All right. too. All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Wow. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There he is, Todd Glass, right here on Fun Employment Radio. All right, now in the context, the slipper thing makes a little more it sense. Makes a little more sense. Because when you were talking about it at the beginning, I'm like, nobody's going to know what you're talking about. I realize it sounds a little creepy when I said it that way. It did. Yeah, it just, did. A, just a smidge. Mm-hmm. But still, Todd is just awesome. So uh, again, <laughs> go see him at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, get his book. Get, get the book about his situation. And just support and, him so he can achieve his tour bus dreams. That's all he wants. Yeah, and the thing is, if he gets the tour bus... That means we get to go on it. That's why I wanted to make sure we hammered that home, like, we are going on his tour bus. You repeated it very many times. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that was ingrained so there's no forgetting when he becomes, like, super huge famous Well, when he becomes super huge famous, style. he's probably never going to come here again because now he thinks you're going to, like, accost him on his tour bus. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you overdid it, I think. Oh, do you think I overdid it? <laughs> Dang it. Foiled again. All right. Well, we've got uh, time for just a couple more things here. I want to do just a little bit of ball talk, Sarah, because I know the people... Are clamoring for it. They're demanding to oh, know. Yes. Demanding oh, to know. The throngs of emails we get. What my asking. predictions are going to be. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. So, as we all know, I make my predictions here every week on three college football games. I spend hours and hours and hours every week going over the the lines and the stats and the the statistics and the the stats and the, the statistics and the, and the weather <laughs> wow. and you know I go I dig deep into like the players' histories. Um, I really put a lot of time and effort into figuring out who's going to win these things. And I know a lot of people place bets on them. And uh, if you would like to do that, you know I'm I'm not saying to do it, but if you do bet and you win off of my predictions, a tithing is encouraged and almost mandatory to send in to me after you collect your winnings. That's a way to get people to like us, Greg, is to tell them that if they bet, they a choose tithing. to bet that you force them to pay you. <laughs> Just, I mean, you know, it's just the right thing to do if you were to win on this. All right, so. Let's get it here. Let's get straight to it. We're just going to do my predictions for this week. In college football, Sarah and I sent you a link. I'm going to allow, I'm so confident in my abilities, I'm going to allow Sarah to even pick one of the games for me. With my little lady brain? (laughs) How will I do it? Oh, my goodness. All right. First up, Mississippi State versus Auburn. Mississippi State Bulldogs. Sarah, they're the Bulldogs. Kind of mm-hmm. a boring name. Versus the Auburn Tigers. There are no Tigers Arr. in Alabama, but nonetheless, that is that is their name. They committed to it. The Auburn Tigers and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Auburn's ranked number 13. Mississippi State ranked number 24. Um, both the lesser-known schools from their states, Ole Miss and Alabama, are both more famous. However, in this matchup, the winner will be... Auburn University. Oh, boy. Bo Jackson's alma mater. Bo Jackson is uh, an amazing person. Bo Jackson's one of my all-time heroes. You have crazy eyes right now. Every, everybody who grew up in the uh, and who watched sports in the 80s or early 90s knows who Bo Jackson is, and Bo Jackson is a goddamn hero. All right, so let's get our other one here, Sarah. Let's, let's go to another one. What do you say? Sarah, you ready? Sure. You ready? Can't wait. Ready for another one? All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's let's challenge a little bit here. Let's make it a bit of a challenge for me. We're gonna go to this Nebraska Cornhuskers versus the Illinois Fighting Illini. Illini? What? Illini? Illini? Something like that. Anyway, Illinois versus Nebraska. Illinois up there, you know, uh, with Chicago, big city folk, Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. They love them some corn. Also, former Oregon State coach Mike Riley, head coach of Nebraska. Both teams struggling just a little bit. Here is what's going to happen, and I have to tell you right now, Sarah. 
Get your barbecue going because you're going to chow down on some corn today. Cornhuskers going to win. Oh, my gosh. We're so embarrassing. The Cornhuskers will be husking some corn all weekend long in celebration of their win over Illinois fighting Illini. Hello, Illini. Nebraska. All right, Sarah, get me with one. All right, Craig, it's a game that's happening today, Friday, September 29th, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. It is the Battle of USC oh. versus Washington State University. You're Go Cougs. You're going with your Cougars. I'm going with my Cougars. They're both 4-0. They're both 4-0. USC ranked number five. Washington State ranked number 16. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I like Washington State in my tier of ranking for teams. I do have to say, even though I am an alum of Washington State University, we do have, like, the best logo ever. It's a pretty good logo. It is a solid logo. Washington State does have a great logo. That is that is true. Um, you know, after Oregon State, you know, Washington State, That's a, they're also the overlooked schools in their, in their states. University of Oregon and Washington both get uh, more, more acclaim. We're stadies, Greg. Stadies. I am going to say this. USC, Southern California, going up to Washington State, going to be a little cold. Not used to that. Used to their palm trees and their beaches and their bikinis. And they're going up to Washington State. It's gonna be Beer, 68 degrees that day. Beer drinking in farm Today. country. Mm-hmm. And the Palouse. Scary up there for somebody from Southern California. They don't know what's going on. Sure is. The Whoa. stadium's like on top of a, like right on top of a hill. They don't even have hills in California. Mm-mm. So what is going to happen when we have these Trojans going on to take on some cougars? There's probably a joke in there somewhere. I think so. All right. Here's the here's the deal. The problem is Washington State, despite being really good, still have way too much of a history of cooking it. And I believe, uh, unfortunately, the University of Southern California Trojans will be victorious. And but their hands out will be cougars. too cold. They won't be able to grab the ball. Yeah, no, they they won't play well. But Washington State will find a way to lose. And they're good. They are a good team. The Cougs are good. But they're going to get... The, the Cougs are like that team they're, where they're finally doing good, but then now they're on the big stage. It's like, oh, oh my God, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I'm good enough. I can win this. And, and then Butterfingers, they'll drop the ball. Mm-hmm. They'll find a way oh, to I, You're not telling me anything I don't know. Yep. They'll get too excited and they'll screw it up for themselves. Uh, it's being asked, what the hell is Cougan It? So Cougan is a nickname for um, basically... It's existed for years. It existed uh, for way before I went to college. And there. I forget it's it's a term used throughout like the Pac-12, throughout the West Conference. Western Everybody references it States. because Cougars notoriously fuck up toward that. Like they could basically be ahead in the game. They will find a way to lose the game. They are the, their own worst enemy. Yeah. That's what Cougan it is. Like yeah. uh, like you know they'll be ahead. Everyone's you know like everyone's cheering. It's like the yeah. final. It's they, like getting toward the end. Blow it because they will be or they'll be up like four touchdowns and. Then somehow in the last half of the fourth quarter, they'll just give up five and lose. They will find a way to fuck up the game. It's notorious. That is I can't even tell you how many games I went to in college where like you think that they're going to win and then they coog it. And then everyone's just kind of and sadly leaves the stadium and goes back <laughs> into the bar. I think you could ask anybody who's a fan of a Pac-12 team and they will know what coog it means. Mm-hmm. Because they're notorious. So that's what they're going to do this weekend. Unfortunately, USC will win. There you go. Place your bets. Send me a tithing. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Y'all. All right. That was the cougar sound. All right, Sarah, we've got uh, time for just a couple of more things here. Yes, tell me. And I know, because uh, Sarah is actually going to be heading out of town. I am. She's I'm heading so up to excited. Bremerton. I haven't seen um, my, my, so my dad's out of town, um, but my mom, so my mom's like staying at home by herself. So I'm going to go and stay with my mom. And then my sister's going to bring my niece over. And so we're going to have like a lady weekend. Oh, I'm boy. so excited. But I haven't seen my family since I had my surgery, which oh, has yeah. been like a couple months. Yeah. So what do you, what do, you do for ladies weekend? We're going to watch a lot of Lifetime movies. Yeah, okay. Probably drink some wine. Go shopping. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. How cliche am I? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Sounds pretty basic. That's pretty basic. <laughs> my mom does love her pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, double the, double down on the basic. Double and down. It's a basic Remerton weekend. It is a basic Remerton weekend. Then we'll probably go to the mall. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe uh, go to Spiro's. Oh, my favorite food. Oofta. Oofta. So okay. Spiro's such good food. Oh, Yeah. Boy. And I'm so excited because I um, bought Eloise. 
uh, little pizza Eloise socks. Eloise is your niece. My, my little niece. It would be weird if you bought your sister's pizza socks. Well, no, I guess No, that would be cool. Pizza socks. I found cool. these adorable, like, toddler pizza socks, and uh-huh. I am so... I've never been more excited to give her something, so okay. I'm bringing her some pizza socks, and okay. I'm going to make her wear them. That just... All day. Dub- just that triples down on the basicness Oh, my God, on. it does, because bitches <laughs> love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rose and pizza socks. Let's go to the mall. Um, we're more of a Pinot Noir family, <laughs> all right? All right. Do rose. Well. Um, all right, well, we do have a birthday. Okay. And I would like to say very happy birthday to Jez's daughter, Martha. Oh, Martha. I don't Martha. know how old Martha's turning, but I know that her birthday is the day of the beginning of my birthday month. So happy birthday, Martha. Oh, okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I'm right. Also, since I did just mention it, um, Sunday is October 1st, which is the first day of the rest of my birthday month. So there I should no, give myself a happy birthday. We birth- do so not have time Happy for birthday that. month to me. There is happy no such thing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Oh, that's so sweet of me. There is no such thing as a birthday Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. It's being asked, did past Sarah hide a pair of pizza socks so that future Sarah could be surprised? Ooh. Did you hide a present for yourself? No, but I do that sometimes. Yeah. But uh, no, not today. Okay. It's more like like secret water I had for myself. I should buy myself presents. But then if I get a present, I'm too excited about it, and I'm not going to be able to hide it from yeah, myself. Yeah, you're not very good with that. You Mm-mm. open presents as soon as you get them. Okay. Well, yes. Like a normal person. Who who gets a present? Like, nah, I think I'll just hold off. You save them. I'll hold off on you happiness. You save them for another time. All right. Not everyone's like you and squirreling away your Halloween candy. Mm, yes, I would hide that for months and months mm. and months and lord it over my brother. And then it's like all old and it's not even worth it. Yeah, the, the chocolate anyway. like starts turning gray. Yeah, it turns like that white, like chalky mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So you wait like basically until it's expired just so you can prove to your brother. Proves the point. He didn't get to eat it because he ate his too quick. Which I do get to see my brother on Monday. Um, Or maybe this weekend, actually. He will be around. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. You are all awesome people. And thank you so much for your support. I will say there could be an announcement on Monday. Yes. And this is a good announcement. Something that we've been teasing that we would tell you what is going on. That we have been heavily working on behind the scenes. Lots of work behind the scenes. And now we can finally start uh, saying some things. So Monday, Monday morning probably. Tune in for an announcement Monday morning. That's the breaking news sound for Monday. Big thank you to Todd Glass. Todd is fantastic. I hope I didn't creep him out about wanting to go on his tour bus. But I really want to go on his tour bus. Also, Dylan Jones. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, shout <laughs> shout out to out Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. What up? All right. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for supporting our show. Uh, we, let's see. Yeah, Sarah's going to Bremerton. I am. I'll have Bremerton Tales on Monday plus. Basic big Bremerton Tales. Basic Bremerton, bitch. Woo. Oh, I hate myself. Basic Bremelos. All right. No, now it's not a bad thing to be a Bremelo. Mm. No, I told you it's getting all fancy and shit. They've shined it up real pretty. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you how, how much has changed. Okay. On Monday. Give us this. this that's a tease if I've ever heard one say. <laughs> oh, boy, Greg. That's how you win Best Portland Podcast. Oh, I bet it is. All right. That's solid gold right there. And again, just another thanks to Todd Glass. He's magical. He is absolutely And Nick from Helium. And everybody. And each and every one of you. And all of you. And you're wonderful. And you're wonderful. And you're wonderful. We'll be back on Monday with more fun employment radio. With some slippers. Don't stop with the slippers. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.